everybody. Welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week, we're reading the Bible, part two, by God. Uh, this is going to be a, a great episode, but I just want to note, this is the last episode of the Amazon Book Club before we rebrand to Let's Stop There. And I think it's only appropriate that Ganesh queue up graduation by vitamin C. And uh, I just want to say three years ago this week, me, Ganesh, and Shane got together and created something special. All right, let's wrap it up. But that I think we're all put. What? You, wrap it up. You're telling you're wrap. I got to wrap it up in the intro. Wrap it up. Jesus. <laughs> Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. And finally, Shane Burklow. And this week, we're wrapping it up. We're finishing off the thrilling conclusion, the sequel to the Old Testament, the New Testament. Uh, it's the Bible, folks. We're reading the Bible, and we're going to get to the bottom of it here. Uh, you know, just because we just said it, just a, a note, this is the last episode of the uh, Amazon Book Club. In just a few short weeks, we'll be releasing a, our first episode uh -huh. of the Let's Stop There podcast. But really, it's the same podcast. <laughs> it's not going to be much different. Hey, it's don't be say this. that. Same. Listen, you want to leave the people wanting more. Okay. Uh, it's going to be way better than this. Way different. I can't even tell you how. All right. I mean, you got to scale it back a little bit. I mean, you want to give them enough of something new where it's captivating, but still some of the same old that they're used to. So they don't feel alienated, you know? Okay. Whatever Ganesh just said is what's happening. We're changing the podcast name and logo. Uh, Amazon Book Club is dead. We did it. We did it. Three years. We were just saying. Three three years? That seems way longer than what's been uh, going on here. Yeah. I can't imagine. I can't, it's like 2017? So hold on. We started in December 2017. Mm. Shortly, it's about to be 2021. Yeah. That's five different numbered years. Like the Amazon book club slash let's stop there will have existed, which is just too many undeserved. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> Do the people really want this much of us? See, that's the thing. No one's asking, but we just keep doing it. Nobody's asking at all. There's quite a few people that are asking. Don't you forget it. That's true. We do have a, a nice loyal fan base and we're happy to have you stick around for let's stop there. But before we get there, we're all going to get ourselves saved and go to heaven because uh, we're going to read the Bible here. Well, we just, okay, so we usually do these episodes like a week apart, but this one we're doing it back to back. Well, back to back, like um, this is like the next day from the last one. Within 24 hours. This is like in the NBA when they do back to back games. I'm going to be pooped after this. I'm going to need a breather. I was wondering, did you guys, um, how do you feel about everything? Are, is it doing it for you? Uh, like about the Bible? Oh, I, I, I slept on it. And what do I think this morning? Yeah. So my takeaway from the first book, <laughs> the, the first uh, selection of texts is, uh, and I, hey, I, my mind can still be changed, but God seems like kind of petty and like a little bit of a bitch. So <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to, you know, hear him out and see what's going on in, in the sequel. But so far he seems a little, I'm kind of annoyed with him. 
Well, I've heard he's got a whole new look in this one. <laughs> he comes back thing. looking like DJ Qualls in that movie where he gets like, <laughs> he goes to the new school. The new guy. The new guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I didn't know really much about any of this and thought the stories were kind of fun. Um, yeah, I will say, well, for one thing, we're reading, I'll make, we'll make this clear. We're not reading like the legit Bible because that would be unreadable. Hold we're on, reading like no. a simple English Bible. This is the New Living Translation. This is a pretty widely accepted version of the Bible. I'm reading this on BibleStudyTools.com. You have the, is that your homepage? Uh, it is now. What I'm saying is, is this is not the King. This is not the King James Bible. This is a Bible written for people like modern people to read and absorb and learn. It's got hashtags and like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, email addresses. It's got some of those little magic eye things. Push them away from your face, and you see little 3D Jesus. Now, what I'm getting out of this, like, so I think that just based on again the selections that we read yesterday, it's really well written. I gotta say, you know, yeah, yeah. Props to God, dude. The stories, He's got a, the stories are, if if anything else, fascinating. I think it would make a great prestige series on HBO. I believe there's a whole selection of those you can choose from. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know. There's a lot of Bible material out there that you can get your hands on. No, but like with like a really good budget and like violent and like true mm-hmm. to to what happens. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about nothing with, uh, what's the guy's name? Jim Caviezel. Bring him back. They got to get him back. Like they're bringing back all these other guys. They're bringing back. He's in that. He's in that stuff. He never moved on from. Yeah, that is true. After that movie came out. Jim Caviezel was doing schlock like frequency with Dennis Quaid. And then he got a little bit of that Jesus money. And now he's all in on the religious stuff. (laughs) That's all he does now is religious movies. Yeah. I think they should bring him back kind of the way they're bringing back. Like, you know, they brought back like Han Solo. And they're bringing back like Tobey Maguire to the new Spider-Man. I think we, it's time to reboot Jesus with Jim as like the grizzled old Jesus. So you want like a multi multiverse. Yeah. The, situation. the multiverse of Jesus. Absolutely. I, my one takeaway from the first part of the book, I was like, um, I think God needs a new publicist. Cause like this book, he doesn't look too good in it. Which is crazy because it's basically an autobiography. Yeah. Props to God for being honest about his uh, his shortcomings. <laughs> I kind of dig God's vibe now, which is very hands-off. <laughs> live and let live. The old God was messy and was constantly butting in. The new God yeah, is definitely just drama. like, do your own thing. Yeah, <laughs> God was a drama queen, and now he's kind a of... A very problematic one at that. For sure. A misogynist, to be sure. Uh, but now God is just chill. Smoking cigs, kicking back, letting us do our thing. And uh, we're fucking it up. Anyway, <laughs> do, there's a well. It's even st- stupid to ask for a synopsis at this point. It's the Bible. Yeah, but this is the new version. Yeah. So, which I don't really know the context of, like New Kids on the Block. Why? Why it's new? Jesus was born, and they were like, "We got to write a sequel." Okay. This changes everything. The apostles all said to each other. And then they broke out the quill <laughs> and the ink, and put pen to paper. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Um, I'm ready to learn. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about real quick before we jump in? You want to, uh, what are you guys doing for Christmas? Huh? Let's what's, what's the holiday season looking like for you? Well, I got a full day of uh, NBA games on the 25th. You're staying home, right? Ganesh. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we are, you're keeping, keeping quarantined. My wife and I are planning a, a multi-day meal extravaganza. Huh. So it's going to be a lot of cooking. Nice. What are we cooking? Probably going to make some lamb. Lamb. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Nice. Maybe All right. A, a nice roast lamb. Sounds good. Shane, what are you up to? You're traveling, huh? Better wear that wear that mask, big guy. Safely. Uh, yeah, we we're quarantined and tested, so we're good. You've been tested before, right? Did you have to jam that thing up your nose? Yeah, I've been tested a bunch. How's it feel? Well, when I first did it in March, the protocol was like, go as far as you can. And then now they've changed it to be like, no, don't go that far. <laughs> now you tell it, me. <laughs> I was like, damn, because I felt like I touched my brain with you drew, it. You drew but blood. <laughs> I did. Both. <laughs> now, is that something that you do yourself or do you have your, your partner do that for you? Maybe like when you got something that far up your nose, you got to do it yourself. I think it depends on how you do it. Uh, so we have a kind of a special circumstance. So we do it ourselves. But I think a lot of people like a nurse or somebody will do it. Can you show you've been tested? I don't know if I want to put something up my nose. Like I'm barely like I'm very afraid to even just use like a Q-tip. So I, I agree. I'd rather die of COVID. Ganesh, have you te- have you been tested? Uh, no, me neither. And I tried, and we we you called. Did? Yeah, we called. Well, I've tried. We've tried a couple times actually, and one time I uh, went to the um, was it the urgent care around the corner from us, and the line was all the way around the block. And I was like, geez, I mean, if I don't have COVID already, I might get it just standing in this fucking line. Hey, oh come on, rim shot. Boom. Kevin Eubanks over there. No one was six feet apart in that line, you know. <laughs> then the next time I, I called up first and I was like, yo, we're just going to, you know, what's the what's the deal? You know, can we because on their website, they're like, <laughs> what's the deal? You guys doing tests down there today? On their website, they're by? like, you can get a test in 15 minutes. And then we call and they're like, actually, it's going to be like three hours. You get to go stand 15 minutes after the yeah, line. Yeah, go stand in line for three hours. I was like, all right, no, nah, I don't think I'm going to do that. So what'd you do? You just said, fuck it, rolled the dice and just went testless? Quarantined a lot. That's what I've been doing. I haven't really left the house. I feel like I'm. We're so close to the the goal, here, the end. Where this is the fourth quarter of COVID. I'm just. I'm not leaving my apartment for months. I'm done. This is a great excuse to not go outside. Yeah, yeah. I I, I needed one for 31 years. I was like, I hate going outside. <laughs> but hey, it's almost over. And as soon as COVID's done, that's when our podcast is going to pop and things are going to look up. Let's stop there. Is going to be the the, the talk antidote, of the town. baby. Everyone's mm-hmm. talking about That's this right. new podcast with these three uh, new-faced gentlemen. 20-somethings. In their early 20s. Yeah, three Gen Zers. You should see their TikTok, they say. Zoomers. Oh, Lord. I just registered a TikTok the other day for Let's Stop There, and I don't know what the fuck we're even going to do with it. I feel like this is, I feel like a, sab- I, I feel like, uh, what's Here's the what word? we do. An imposter. Here's what we do. We hire an intern, okay? College credits. College credit. You can post whatever you want. You don't even need to run a bias. You know, we just we'll just give you <laughs> just implicit trust. You take it, you run with it. Whatever you do with it, it'll be better than what we'd have done with it. Yeah, if anybody out there is interested, give us a call. Can you use what's that number? 567-309-0357. Leave us a, a voice resume and we'll see what we can do for you. Yeah, we'll just give you the password and you can run it. Yeah, but please don't send us a paper resume. I don't. We don't want that. Yeah, I bought a shredder just for that. Uh, all right. Well, that's enough of us talking. Do you want to read the Bible now? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, great. Glad we're all in agreement. Let's, uh, let's do it. Let's jump in here to the main event, dude. The nativity. The boy himself arrives. Okay. Am I starting at just at the, at page one? Yeah. I don't know. Fuck it. You tell me, man. You got it in front of you. What are the words? <laughs> does it look approachable on page one? How does it start? What is the first word of the New Testament? I'm going to skip to his birth. Don't just skip straight to the birth. You got to do the whole story where they're like looking for the inn. 
You get where's the frankincense and the myrrh? The guys who say like you got to go to Nazareth. You want me to do what? The story. You don't just jump to the part where he's born. That's the end of the nativity. The three wise men. The three wise men. We gotta hit. We gotta hit them up. They gotta walk wander around Nazareth. There's no vacancy at the inn. Then they go to the manger. I was in a when I was a kid. I went to a Christian uh, preschool. And I played one of the three wise men in the Christmas play. Which one? I don't know. I had, I, did they have names? I, if they do, I don't know. I don't remember which present I had. I think it was gold figures. Yeah. I'm, I'm a miser. There we go. This is, uh, oh, geez, how do we even start this? I can't just say this is chapter one, page one. Hey, everybody. This, well, this is the Bible, chapter one, page one. <laughs> <laughs> kicking it off here this is the new testament this is uh matthew uh one and i'm gonna skip forward here's how it starts um, i hate to yada 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 right at the beginning uh-huh however the first couple pages appears to be just a, a, a description of the lineage it's just names so and so is a descendant of so and so is a descendant of so and so is it and that goes on at some like any names you recognize any juicy drama in yeah there? yeah jesus oh i know him the Messiah. This is the record of the ancestors of Jesus the Messiah, a descendant of David and of Abraham. All right. Okay. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron was the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Amadab. That's cool. Aminadab was the father of Nishan. Nishan was the father of Salmon? Oh. Salmon was the father of Boaz, who was the mother of Rahab. Boaz was the father of Obed, who was the mother of Ruth. Obed was the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of King David. David right, was the I father of Solomon, whose mother was Bathsheba. Right the widow was Uriah. <laughs> Solomon was the father of Rehoboam. Go back to the original plan of yada, 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 yada. Too many daddies. So there's more. <laughs> That goes on at some no, length. Enough. All those listed above include 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the Babylonian exile, and 14 from the Babylonian exile to the Messiah. That's a lot of dudes who came together to make Jesus over the course of many years. Is Babylon... Okay, Qu- quick question. Don't laugh. Babylon still around? No. It got destroyed? What's the... Sodom? <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, Babylon. Is that... Let me Google it. Can I catch a flight to Babylon right now? Well, not in this. Uh, not, not, in, not in this climate. They won't let Americans in. Babylon was the capital city of ancient Babylonian Empire. So, no. Where was it, though? Oh. Which is now. Oh, yo. Did Saddam Hussein live there? Baghdad? Is it Baghdad now? Fertile Crescent, man. And a, uh, a place called Hilla, a city in central Iraq on the Euphrates. Yeah, Mesopotamia. Babylon is a province in, in Iraq, I suppose. Yeah, 100 miles south, of, 100 kilometers south of Baghdad. A quick drive. Must have been pretty beautiful. That area was like really lush, green. Yeah, and then just 2,000 short years later, the greatest fighting force the world's ever seen, the United States military, comes rolling through. This one's for you, Jesus. <laughs> All right, I'm talking too much. Let's go. What's happening? Give us the, the goss. All those listed above include 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the Babylonian exile, 14 from the Babylonian exile to the Messiah. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the, I know them. Before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became... <laughs> you sound surprised. That's kind of a big part She of became pre- pregnant <laughs> through the power of the Holy Jesus Spirit. Jesus' jaw has dropped. As a virgin? 
Now I've heard everything. Well, you missed the biggest part, Austin, because you were just blabbering. I know it all. What happened? What did I miss? She became pregnant. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. Mm. Well, I'll be. And Joseph, her fiance, was a good man and did not want to disgrace her publicly. So he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered, it's like this. so he he so he didn't put like a tabloid out in like the New York Post. So wait, they Joseph was just like we're calling it off. All right, I mean fair. I guess I, I if I if my girlfriend got pregnant and was just like, hey, it's a miracle, <laughs> I'd be like, all right, likely story. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said. <laughs> Sorry, good angel voice. Do not be afraid. <laughs> hey, Joseph, it's me. And Joseph, wake up. Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she will have a son. And you are to name him Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. You better tell the Holy Spirit to get his dirty hands off my, my wife. My fiance. That's my fiance. How dare you, Holy Spirit. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. What a wild story. Really upends the relationship when the Holy Spirit decides to impregnate your fiance. Yeah. Jeez. Do you think Joseph held a grudge? I'd be a little pissed off. <laughs> like, all right, I get it. But come on. My fiance of all the fiances, why not somebody who's unattached? Well, at least it wasn't like Zeus and it like wasn't like a goat that turned into like a guy and viciously attacked her. Yeah, the Bible could use the Bible is wild, but it could use a lot more Zeus style stuff where they're just absolutely <laughs> fucking insane, incestuous nightmare people. What are you talking about? Did you miss like all of yesterday? I still think Greek mythology is crazier than that. Oh, for sure, but God drowned like a million people. Yeah, but that's just because he was, like, angry. <laughs> he was just, like, a petty dude. You had, like, the Egyptians all up in the ocean, or the sea, rather. Yeah, well, they shouldn't have crossed them. And then they just let the water back in, and they fucking all, everyone drowned. The that horses, is pretty cool. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, they, they, I will say. The birds? How many birds did God kill, dude? Yeah, my biggest takeaway yesterday was that God was particularly rough on the wild animals. <laughs> he killed a whole a lot of livestock. Just for no reason. Anyway. Mary's pregnant. Joseph's kind of wrestling with this in his head and trying to figure out what to believe. What next? Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Um, lots of twists. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. Is that his name? Has Jesus been wrong the whole time? Apparently no one's read this page. <laughs> Fuck, we, we got to alert the presses. You guys made a mistake. Everyone skipped it. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. Uh, I, cool, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, was that part of the rules? I didn't hear the angel say that. Joseph's just like kind of grossed out by pregnant women. It sounds like pig. I <laughs> well, didn't want to poke the baby in the head, you know. That's true. <laughs> Don't want to leave a thumbprint like they do at McDonald's at the bottom of their bones. <laughs> I just dented the Messiah's head. <laughs> <laughs> hit him right in the soft spot oops there goes a miracle <laughs> you screwed him up joseph what the fuck this guy was going to be able to walk on water now he can barely read now it's just water into root beer <laughs> <laughs> none of the good stuff now he can just turn water into salt water and uh then <laughs> joseph named him named him jesus and then so Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea. I'm sorry, didn't they just tell him the name of Emmanuel? And Joseph was like, this is my baby now. He's like, uh, Jesus is actually a little bit easier to say. 
I'm calling him Jesus. Emmanuel's not my style. Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in Judea, during the reign of King Herod. About that same time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose. You think Joseph's anger is just building? He's like, everyone knows about this shit. <laughs> I know, right? Joseph just wanted a chill life with Mary. All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit's like, boom, she's pregnant. Deal with it. He's like, all right, I guess. Then people are knocking on his door being like, where's your baby? I'm like, leave me. The, can you guys leave me the fuck alone? <laughs> I'm just trying to live my life. My prehistoric life. We saw his star as it rose and we have come to worship him. King Herod was... They gotta do that men in black thing. They're like, it was swamp gas. <laughs> Get out of here. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they said. For this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Yeah, where's the part where they like go to the manger and they go to the inn? Is that not in the Bible? Does that just like, uh, you know, I mean, extra material I'm supposed to just know on the side? From what I gather, they're just like checking into the best Western right now. Like, <laughs> they're just yeah. scoping the pool and the continental breakfast. They're not bringing, they haven't unpacked the gifts yet. They're having eggs and a bagel down in the lobby. They got to go see the concierge, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> so where's this manger? Or, have you heard about this baby? And she's like, oh, have I? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has. <laughs> Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told him, <laughs> All right, guys, give it to me straight. What the fuck are you guys seeing in the sky? Give me the breakdown. Go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go worship him too. Does it really say that? Yeah. He's not riffing. <laughs> well, this guy's, this guy's immediately, this guy's immediately all in. And once you find this sick-ass baby, you tell me, and I'm going to come kiss his feet. After this interview, the wise men went their way, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Sounds like a Sunday for me. Found another kid to worship. Hope this one's the right one. There's a lot of, <laughs> lot of stars up there. <laughs> that one looks bright. Let's go over there. Any kids around here? Then they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and mirth. Mirth. Yeah, are they just lugging a treasure chest around? Yeah, bro. They got the gold and that smelly stuff. Yeah, frankincense and mirth. What is that again? Spices. Damn, I'll take the gold. It's like, do you want a gift card or do you want cash? I'll take the cash. Damn, that's about right. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. When it was time to leave, they, they returned to their own country by another route. For God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. This guy's pissed <laughs> you better not go back after the wise men were gone an angel of the lord appeared to joseph in a dream let's hear the voice get up flee to egypt with the child and his mother stay there until i tell you to return because herod is going to search for the child to kill him wait what i thought herod was interested in worshiping this child no nah, dude he's lying was he full of sh uh, uh crap yeah you can't trust anybody he's gonna kill that kid it's a there it's now a, they're on the run Mm. We should get some action music for this part, Ganesh. This would be a fun movie. Yeah, like a highway chase scene. <laughs> yeah. Like they're in a station wagon and little 
JC's in a car seat mm -hmm. and Joseph's got like an Uzi and he hands it to Mary and he's like, you get the back, get <laughs> yeah. my six. And she, he's shoots like, out, she, sh she shoots out the back window. <laughs> and like little uh, Jesus is like laughing. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Playing with like a little, he's got his binky. He doesn't, he's none the wiser. Yeah, that's fun. He's got, he, he's got like a toy Uzi too. And he's like, yeah, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, that's the Bible. <laughs> That's the, that's the that's the third testament. So that night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother. Then they stayed there until Hiram's death. Cool. So many things are just treated like time in the Bible is insane. What here was he? Was he sick? What happened? Well, they lived for like 600 years, dude. So they just chilled. They were on the lamb for like a good long time. OK, I buy it. And then I'm imagining cut to Jesus and he's like, lifting weights in the yard and he's like doing backflips off of like logs and stuff and he's like i'm the best carpenter in this town he's been training on dagobah with yoda for like 30 years and he's <laughs> ready to finally rock and roll he's ripped big dong he probably i mean he was ripped right yeah he's like a fucking ancient carpenter this guy's lugging mad wood <laughs> if you know what i mean We're bad. We don't, we don't, we're, we're bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're bad guys. Bad hombres. It's our last one. This is our yeah, se okay. senior skip day. Yeah, we decided, we decided to end on a two-part Bible episode just so we could totally torch the brand <laughs> name and never go back to it. <laughs> just salting the earth so nothing can ever grow in the Amazon book club patch again. All right, what's next? What's going on here? They're, they they were hit, hiding a long time until the old king died. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet. I called my son out of Egypt. Herod was furious when he realized that the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years older and under. <laughs> Damn, that is, I mean, you're going to lose the will of the people with a move like that. Although God did the same shit like yesterday, so. If there's one thing I learned from my time playing Crusader Kings 3, <laughs> you can't just go around murdering babies, dude. Yeah, that's not cool. Most people don't like that. You lose your political capital when you start killing babies. <laughs> but hey, I guess Jesus really poses a threat to this guy. No explanation at all so far as to why, but, you know, cool. As to why what? Is it because he's the king of the Jews? Like that he feels his power is threatened. Is that what? I guess this is all common knowledge to a large chunk of people, but I'm struggling. He heard another king was born and he was like, uh-uh. Yeah. Not on my watch. Based on the wise men's report of the star's first appearance, Herod's brutal action fulfilled what God had spoken. Oh, sorry. I got an ambulance. Well, maybe it's a sign. Yeah. <laughs> we should tread lightly. I can't hear it if it makes you feel better. We're two years old and under, based on the wise men's report of the star's first appearance. Herod's brutal action fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A cry was heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning. Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for they are dead. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Get up. He dead. Come on out. <laughs> the angel said. Take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel. Because those are, who were trying to kill the child are dead. You can go back. Whew. Nice. Joseph, like, digs out the Uzi. He's <laughs> all right. One, one last ride. It's homecoming. <laughs> so Joseph got up and returned to the land of Israel with Jesus and his mother. But when he learned that the new ruler of Judea was Herod's son, Archelaus. Archelaus? 
Archie. Yeah. <laughs> he was afraid to go there. Baby Archie. Then, after being warned in a dream, he left for the region of Galilee. So the family went and lived in a town called Nazareth. This fulfilled what the prophets had said. He will be called a Nazarene. All right. We're on track. Sounds like the Messiah to me. Sounds pretty good. They've got any beaches there? Oh, probably lots of beachfront property, I'd guess. Beaches, got some taco stands. Um, this is all basically, this is all like Hogwarts to me. I don't know. Is this real? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm sure. Whatever you imagine is there. There's a beach. Yeah, there's uh, people out on like uh, boogie boards. They're having fun. In those days, John the Baptist came to the Judean wilderness and began preaching. His message was, what's a Baptist at that time? What's a Baptist at this time? I know shockingly little about this. Yeah, like, what? how's he get that title? Ganesh, how's he get the title? <laughs> is it just like a self, is it like, it's it's like Chance the Rapper? It's just like a self-determined <laughs> title? He just started calling himself He that. came up with the term Baptist. He just started saying it. It's like, I'm the Baptist. Like, oh, cool. And everyone's like, that sounds good. what a word. All right. It's like in Seinfeld, and that guy just is goes by the maestro. He's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Repent of your sins and turn to God. For the kingdom of heaven is near. The prophet Isaiah was speaking about John when he said, He is a voice shouting in the wilderness, prepare the way, for the Lord is coming. Clear the road for him. John's clothes were woven from coarse camel hair. It's like if ambulance, everybody starts veering right. <laughs> the Lord's coming. Let him through. Vaseline. He's on the shoulder. John's clothes were <laughs> woven from coarse camel hair, and he wore a leather belt around his waist. Damn. Not the hottest fit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think that's, uh, that's not sexy. You don't know. That's true. Yeah, maybe it, had, maybe, maybe it was a flattering cut. Yeah, maybe he had it, like, hemmed, like, pretty, like, yeah, his... well above the knee, so he really uh, was mobile. That's true, but, but his hips were popping. Listen, I'm not a big fan of, like, furs like fur coats animal hair is not comfortable to me however i'm sure a camel coat would look probably look pretty good you should get one only if it comes with a hump <laughs> one, one hump or two <laughs> no no you want you want one hump and then you can wear a backpack underneath it that's true that's where i keep my stash all right so for food he ate locusts and wild honey ah yum mm. <laughs> I mean, if you deep fry, if you bread and deep fry the locusts, and you get a little hot honey on there, I could see it. I was gonna say you, you get enough honey on it; it's probably pretty good. They got goats, right? I'm sure they can get some nice goat cheese on there too. I appreciate the hot honey call out. I I I get that. Yeah, that would yeah. make a world's difference. Damn dudes, just eating bugs. <laughs> Come on. I'd probably eat wood with hot honey on it. So yeah, I think a locust would be just fine. <laughs> a little crunch. You're not wrong. A little goat cheese might as well be eating cheese and crackers. A ton of protein, too. Like, yeah. Keeps you strong. I think we should start eating locusts. Forget the honey. Too much sugar. I gotta, <laughs> I'm going keto. People from Jerusalem and from all of Judea and all over the Jordan Valley went out to see and hear John. And when they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River. Okay, well, there you go. That's why they call him that. All right. He's Duncan. He's the dunker. Yeah. People dunker. Who's that guy baptizing down by the river? Well, that's the Baptist. <laughs> you better go say what's up to him. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees come in to watch him baptize, he denounced them. Whoa! Get out of here! This is private. Oh, you brood of snakes! <laughs> he exclaimed. Who warned you to flee God's coming wrath? 
prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Don't just say to each other, oh, we're safe for we are descendants of Abraham. That means nothing for I tell you, God can create children of Abraham from these very stones. Whoa. Uh, so he suffers no fools. Yeah, this guy's not very chill whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I was just walking by. I will leave you be. <laughs> Get back to all the baptisms or whatever you're doing in the water. There. Even now, the axe of God's judgment is poised, ready to sever the roots of the tree. Yes, every tree that does not produce good fruit will be chopped down and thrown into the fire. That seems like a waste. Yeah. Have you ever heard of, like, um, ambiance? That's right, yeah. This is tree set the mood. The fruit they give off is a uh, character. Well, I don't know, man. In Animal Crossing, I definitely took every tree off my island that didn't bear fruit. So, I mean, I kind of get Damn. it. Wow. Now that you mention Animal Crossing, I totally understand God's perspective on everything. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. You're right. I would fuck with these people for no reason and cut down all their trees. I baptize with water those who repent of their sins and turn to God. But someone who is coming soon, who is greater than I am, so much greater that I'm not worthy to even be a slave and carry his sandals. Fucking kind of cuck. (laughs) Have some self-respect, John. He really goes... um... His highs are high and his lows are quite low. John's striking me as a classic bipolar. Yeah, he needs to kind of find the middle ground and hover around there. He needs a joint. Even out, buddy. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his winnowing fork. (laughs) Beautiful. Damn. He will clean up the threshing area. All right. And he'll gathering the wheat into his barn. But burning the chief with never-ending fire. Is anybody around this guy like, what are you talking about? <laughs> huh? Can you, like, s- slow down and explain? Wait, who wrote this This one? Is it him? Matt. Matthew. Matthew. So Matthew's watching and just being like, damn, all right. Matthew's like, uh-huh, yeah, keep going. <laughs> Let me get all this down. He's like a stenographer. I guess. Was Matthew even there or did somebody just tell him? I don't even know how the apostles work. Matthew's like recording this and about to send it to subway creatures. (laughs) This is a world star video. He's like, look at this fucking crazy guy losing his mind by the river. (laughs) Let's stop there. What? Okay. Fair enough. I got enough of that. Yeah, I want to. Let's jump. Let's jump a little bit. Let's jump. Let's get to the good stuff. I want to see adult Jesus. Yeah. Lifting weights. You know, mm-hmm. getting that training montage in, uh, you know, going on some dates, but nothing serious. Yeah, let's jump ahead now to, do you know where we're going next, Ganesh, or is it going to be a surprise? I'm not sure yet, so just uh, vamp for a little bit. Da, 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 da. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Nish, what's next? What's next on our great adventure? All right. We are at Matthew 14. Okay. I believe this is uh, a chapter, I guess, or a section where Jesus walks on water. The hits, baby. I want to hear them. When Herod Antipas, the ruler of Galilee, heard about Jesus, he said to his advisors, Well, 
This must be John the Baptist raised from the dead. That's why he can do such miracles. Damn, our angry dude John is dead now, huh? Damn. Kind of saw that coming. He got too worked up. <laughs> he had like a heart attack, like Red Fox and uh, the Sanford and Son. For Herod had arrested and imprisoned John as a favor to his wife, Herodias, who was the former wife of Herod's brother, Philip. Yikes. Drama. John had been telling Herod, it's against God's law for you to marry her. Well, Herod wanted to kill John, but he was afraid of a riot because all the people believed John was a prophet. But at a birthday party for Herod, <laughs> Herod's sweet 616th, Herodias' daughter performed a dance that greatly pleased him. Yeah. John the Baptist? Unclear. So he promised with a vow to give her anything she wanted. At her mother's urging, the girl said, I want the head of John the Baptist on a tray. Wow, pretty brutal. <laughs> but I guess fair. You did a pretty sweet dance. <laughs> I didn't know she won the John the Baptist head in a dance contest, basically. It was like step up. Yeah. It's like um it was like a sock hop and she won the uh ladybug prize. All right, you get John's head. Bring me John the Baptist's head. I'm familiar with that. I should have seen it coming that he died. Then the king regretted what he had said because, but because of the vow. No, now I have to do this. I guess I got to get her this head. But because of the <laughs> vow he had made in front of his other guests, he issued the necessary orders. So. I can't take it back now. I'll look like a fool if I don't get this head for her. John was beheaded in the prison and his head was brought on a tray and given to the girl who took it to his, her mother. She was like, I didn't really think you'd do this. <laughs> She's like, can I put this on Dolly? <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Too much? Sorry, jeez. Later, John's disciples came for his body and buried it. I guess they didn't really care too much about the head, huh? That was hers. Take what we can get. That's her head. That's she won it fair and square. That's <laughs> right. Them's the rules. Dance contests were the most serious form of the law back then. If you won one, you literally could have people killed. If you think about it, still rings true with like Dancing with the Stars. Maybe like the voice. Yeah, those people are calling for mass executions all the time. <laughs> and they do it. Anything. Anything for them. Then they went and told Jesus what had happened. As soon as Jesus heard the news, he left in a boat to a remote area to be alone. Oh, wait. So he's like a grown up now. Yeah. Big man Jesus. There's not, a, I don't think there's much adolescent Jesus in the Bible. I think it goes pretty much straight from baby to adult. He must have been like an awkward teen. I kind of... When I like look back on my life, I kind of skip all those those years too. Yeah, you you do strike me as a Jesus like figure. Think, yeah, I mean, I get the comparison. <laughs> Jesus saw a huge no. <laughs> oh, what was it? But like what? A butt? Stop! A huge butt? He saw a huge okay. butt? On who? Is it his butt? Give me John the Baptist butt on a platter. <laughs> but the crowds heard where he was headed and followed on foot from many towns. Jesus saw the huge crowd as he stepped from the boat, and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. You guys feeling all right? Come on. Give me some sick guys. It's like the least he could do. They came all this way. Yeah. He's got the power. You should play that song. He's got the power. I imagine Jesus healing these guys like E.T. with the finger. I think mainly because of the You've Got the Power song. I just imagine um, Jeff Bridges in uh, that Terry Gilliam film before he ruins his life where he's like, Got the sunglasses on, and he's a radio DJ, and he's like spinning around to like you got the power, and he's doing the pants. I don't know, I don't know that, but I do know Bruce Almighty, which you got the powers also in. Oh yeah, okay. 
change whatever you're thinking about to that and you'll be better off. That evening, the disciples came to him and said, this is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, uh-uh-uh. Nah, I'll get their groceries. Nah, man, that is necessary. You feed them. Is that Jesus? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Pretty cool. But we only have five loaves of bread and two fish. They answered. He pulled out ten loaves of bread from behind his ear. <laughs> Ziggy said, what about these? Bring them here, <laughs> he said. Then he told the people to sit down on the grass. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked up toward the heaven and blessed them. Then, breaking the loaves into pieces, he gave the bread to the disciples who distributed it to the people. They all ate as much as they wanted, and afterward the disciples picked up twelve baskets of leftovers. About five thousand men were fed that day in addition to all the women and children. How many people is that? Like ten thousand people? Yeah. Don't you get it? He turned those couple loaves of bread into food for everybody. Because he's Jesus. These crumbs? No, dude, he made big ass breads. It's a miracle. Big loaves. I hate to like bring this up for the second day in a row, but it's a cloudy with a chance of meatballs situation. That's right. It was. Jesus was like, everybody close your eyes. Came down from the <laughs> heavens. Yeah. Big old hard loaves of sourdough just cracking people in the skull. And fully cooked fish. Branzinos mm-hmm. even. Ooh. Little Branzino. They come with lemon wedges too. Oh yeah, that's right. Branzino, a nice roll. Mm. <laughs> Me some sangria. How's your Branzino guy doing, Austin? Oh, uh, he passed. <laughs> COVID. Sorry to hear. He was old. Skip right <laughs> past that. Too old, even. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I think it was COVID. It could have been like a, a perfect storm situation. I didn't ask. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. After sending him home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land, for a strong wind had risen and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward him, walking on the water. I bet he just uh, had to take a little hit on that blunt. (laughs) (laughs) That's a smoke spot, the water. (laughs) Well, no, he was like, he's got to go back and pray, but, you know, I bet he had to clear his head a little bit. Yeah, of course. That's hard work, making all that bread. Damn, he's just walking out on the water like it's no big deal, huh? You guys woke me up. <laughs> Is everyone, like, peeing their pants seeing this? Yeah, they are. Because when the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. In their fear, <laughs> they cried out, go, 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 ghost. <laughs> Does it really say that without all the go, 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 goes? It says it's a ghost. Really? Yeah. Wow. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Hey, don't be afraid. It's like, no, shut up. It's me, Jesus. <laughs> you remember me from before with all the bread? Don't be afraid. Hit this. <laughs> hey, take courage. I'm here. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Lord, if it's really you, tell me something only you know. What do we have for dinner last Thursday? Branzino. <laughs> Gotta be that Branzino and that, those rolls, my dude. Damn it. <laughs> We've been eating that every day for four years. <laughs> Should have asked him something else. What does the water feel like on your toes? that's actually my first question pretty good yeah it must feel nice dude yo i bet the fish was real fresh back though no mercury in the water that's right you're probably right there's mercury in the water that's what they're saying dude i've been drinking that stuff that's what they're saying that's what they're saying i caramba i don't know what they're putting in the water they're saying that all the fish have uh mercury and plastic in them now 
Fish had just been pissing in that thing for eternity. Yeah, but think about how fresh that water was like 2,000 years ago. Yeah, before all that piss got in there, it was probably nice and clean. Probably could make a hella good sashimi, you know? Mm. You got red snapper out there in the Mediterranean. You take that red snapper, you cut that red snapper up, you can eat it just it's raw. It's yeah. delicious. They didn't they didn't spell it out in the Bible, but Jesus was manning the sushi station, taking orders. Can I get a Philadelphia roll? <laughs> He's like, he's like, no, you don't want that. Go be a little more adventurous. Yes. Yeah. Come Come on. Jesus said, come on, come out here on the water. Come on. <laughs> the water's fine. Lose your drawers. Get out here. Come on. Let's oh, skinny dip. We're having fun. We're only young ones. So Peter went over the, the, the side of the boat and walked on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind and waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Oh, save me, Lord. He shouted. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking yokel out here drowning. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. Oh, you so little faith, Jesus said. Why'd you doubt me? When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped, and the disciples worshipped him. Oh, you really are the son of God, they exclaimed. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Been saying that this whole time. After they had crossed the lake, they landed in Genesaret. When the people recognized Jesus... The news of his arrival spread quickly throughout the whole area, and soon people were bringing all their sick to be healed. They begged him to let the sick touch at least the fringe of his robe, and all who touched him were healed. Hey, buddy, can you cure my hemorrhoids? <laughs> sure, bend over. It's a mess down there. <laughs> Get your little E.T. finger in there for me. <laughs> all right, let's stop there. Can you do a, like a credit card swipe? <laughs> Hit me with that holy swipe. <laughs> Oh my god. Stings. Alright, we stopped there. That's that. Okay, so he's he's gearing up. He's cool as shit. Everyone loves yeah, him. He's, this is like in the beginning of the movie where he's like still testing his powers. He's like, can I make more fish? Oh hell yeah, I can. Yeah. He's uh, about to put his hand on the wall and then the camera zooms in and you see all the little tiny hairs on his fingers and then it zooms out and he starts walking, crawling up the wall. <laughs> yeah, this is like the first time Spider-Man feels like the Spidey sense. He, like, catches all those things on that cafeteria tray. That's what's happening right now. <laughs> all right, I get it. Young Jesus kind of just testing the waters, if you will. Uh, all right, good. I like what I hear. This guy seems like an up-and-coming kind of, like, stud around town, and I'm excited to hear more about what he's uh, got going on. Want to jump ahead now, Ganesh, to uh, mm -hmm. some other unnamed part of this uh, Bible yeah, dude. that we're reading? All right, cool. Let's Let's jump ahead right now. Young Buck Jesus rolling into town, feeling like a rock star. Hope nothing goes wrong for him here. Uh, what's next? What's going on? Well, we're at the Last Supper. All right. Oh, that doesn't sound promising. This is Luke 22. What do we have in bread and fish? The Festival of Unleavened Bread, which is also called Passover, was approaching. Yeah, sounds like it. Maybe they're going to bust out that lamb recipe that God dropped on us in the yeah, last Yeah, that's true. They should do God's cookbook, just all the stuff they eat in the Bible. That surely that exists. Y'all really paid attention yesterday, huh? Yeah, I'm learning a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Usually when I read, y'all don't listen. But when I'm reading the good book, y'all tune in, huh? This is the stuff my family believes and base their life <laughs> around. So I guess I should 
try to figure it out. Yeah, once. it's important on a, on a level, and I'm trying to understand it. Well, this is the right way to do it. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. You're in the right place. You got the right <laughs> teacher. I think so. You do. Yeah, you're not scaring me. Everyone tries to scare me with this stuff. You're be you're you're good. You're being a good boy. The best way to learn the Bible is to have a, a Hindu guy read it to you. Not even. Not even. <laughs> kind of trying to struggling to understand a little with us. Yeah, Hindu. Uh, Hindu. Uh, as somebody who was Hindu is now, I suppose. I don't know. What are you? Atheist? Let's get into that. What do you believe in? I think we have already. I think we already have talked about that before. I think it's pretty safe to say, based on this episode, none of us are. I'm pretty like pious about anything. Much of the way, like I don't know anything, and like yeah, that's what I feel so like. So, like if something's for real, at the end of the day, I feel like if I die and all of this is true, I feel like I just gotta have a conversation and be like, listen, you you can't blame me for <laughs> thinking. <laughs> that's what I think. If I die and they're like, yo, why didn't you believe this? I want to be like, it wasn't a believable story. Yeah. You, you should have done a better job telling it because I wasn't buying it. I could give them some notes. You know, I could be like, you can like totally rework this whole thing. They need a new marketing team or maybe not because they're doing pretty well. But <laughs> in my opinion, like, yeah, I agree. I'm open to the idea that this could be anything could be true. Yeah, I don't know. I'm definitely not the kind of guy that's like, there's no God because like, I'm, I don't know that either. No, but who am I? You know, if I died and it was just like, you know. John the Baptist was there and I was like, yo, man. And he's like wailing again. He's like, he's like, yeah. his head's on that tray and he's just like going to town. Yeah. I'd be like, I'd, I'd be, be like, like, hey, I blew it. My I'm bad, sorry, dude. man. Misunderstanding. I'm sorry about that. You got to do something about the guys on earth telling your story because they're butchering it. <laughs> All right. What's happening? Last supper. What are we eating? Oh, oh yeah. I had like just started. I just got through four words. My bad. I'll be quiet for another hour. The festival of unleavened bread, which is also called Passover, was approaching. The leading priests and teachers of religious law were plotting how to kill Jesus. I know I just said I'd be quiet, but good callback to the Old Testament. I remember Passover from yesterday. <laughs> it's like it's like in uh, the new Star Wars where they kind of they sh- they have like callbacks to the the original trilogy. You're like, oh yeah, they're fans too. You keep losing your place by a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of text, man. Sorry. Put it on extra large. It is. <laughs> well, all right. You got to cut down on the drugs. Well, his screen is just so big. <laughs> you just work with that 85 inch. It's like the text is 90 point, but it, <laughs> there's 10 pages on here. <laughs> you can't, we can't see it because we're looking through the webcam. But Ganesha's setup is like that weird basement in Batman begins that Morgan Freeman's <laughs> hanging out in. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. I believe that's from, um, actually, not no, that. That's movie. from that's the Dark Knight. I believe from Dark Knight Rises. No. Yeah. No. No, that's in the second one because they find Heath Ledger that way with the cell phones. Oh, you mean that? I thought you meant the all white stark underground room that's from the third. I do. That's from the third. That's in the second. Third. I'd rather dedicate my life to reading the Bible than argue about a Christopher Nolan movie with you. <laughs> That's fair. So you're, I agree with you. whatever you say. Is no, right. no, no, it's, it's fair. I would, uh, I am, I would gladly, uh, put Christopher Nolan down any day, but, um, <laughs> like literally like a dog, <laughs> but yeah, Shane somehow just got way louder. Is that, did I hear that too? Ganesha? No. Oh. Did I? Maybe I got closer. I got heated. Maybe I think that was a uh, rage. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, let's hear. Let's keep going. Sorry, I'll, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll listen. The leading priests and teachers of religious law were plotting how to kill Jesus, but they were afraid of the people's reaction. Then Satan entered into Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve disciples, and he went to the leading priests and captains of the temple guard to discuss the best way to betray Jesus. So Jesus and Judas are like the only two dudes with like first and last names. No, they all have last names, but they just don't know them. Damn. They were delighted and they promised to give him money. So he agreed and began looking for an opportunity to betray Jesus so they could arrest him when the crowds weren't around. Now the festival of unleavened bread had arrived. When the Passover lamb is sacrificed, Jesus sent Peter and John ahead and said, Hey, go and prepare the Passover meal so we can eat it together. Where do you want us to prepare it? They asked. He replied, Well, as soon as you enter Jerusalem, a man carrying a pitcher of water will meet you. You just follow him. At the house he enters, Say to the owner, the teacher asks, where is the guest room? Where can I eat the Passover meal with my disciples? He'll take you upstairs to a large room that's already set up. This is like a code? Now that's where you should prepare the meal, man. <laughs> All right. Couldn't he just like zip zap a meal? I, I'm not like, I'm not trying to presume anything, but I don't know what he can do. I'm still unclear on the rules of his powers. Like, does he have to have some food to duplicate it or you can just make it out of thin air i think if he knows the recipe he can just like abracadabra it so he's good with like fish because it's like that's true he turned he turned water into wine so like why not into you know a, a blt or yeah or like um water into gravy now that's now we're talking that's my god <laughs> gravy god if there is a religion about gravy I'd be way more open to it. They went off to the city and found everything just as Jesus had said, and they prepared the Passover meal there. When the time came, Jesus and the apostles sat down together at the table. Jesus said, I've been very eager to eat this Passover meal with you before my suffering begins. For I tell you now that I won't eat this meal again until its meaning is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. Then he said, you take this and you share it amongst yourselves, you hear? For I will not drink wine again until the kingdom of God has come. So wait, is Jesus seems like some foreshadowing. Does he know that this is his last supper? I feel like it, yeah. He's like Don call it, call, uh He's like Tony Soprano sitting in that diner. He's watch, watching the jukebox. Uh-huh. And he knows Meadow's on her mm. way, but other people are yeah. on their way. Yeah, you hear the front door open. <gasps> Everyone looks up. Judas. Hell yeah. Sorry to anyone that hasn't seen the final episode of The Sopranos. <laughs> Saying right now, John the Baptist is Polly Walnuts. <laughs> they got a similar vibe. No, he went pretty quick. I'd he's, say he's like he's a big, big plus. plus, dude. Yeah, okay, fair. Yeah, on the oh, water. Wow. He's right. like a water guy. True. Very true. All right, what else? You know who Judas is? Joey Pantaleone? Oh, hey, <laughs> don't. Oh, push. Oh. She was a whore. <laughs> Mary Magdalene, that is. He took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it into pieces and gave it to the disciples, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this to remember me. Far out, brother. <laughs> Pass that peace pipe. After supper, he took another cup of wine and said, And this, this is the cup of the new covenant between God and his people. An agreement confirmed with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice for you. But here at this table, sitting among us as a friend, is a man who will betray me. For it has been determined that the Son of Man must die. But what sorrow awaits the one who betrays him? Judas. <laughs> what? Me? Uh, <laughs> you got the wrong he's guy. He's bright red. 
No, 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 no. A little hot under the collar, Judas. The disciples began to ask each other which of them would ever do such a thing. Then they began to argue among themselves about who would be the greatest among them. Jesus told them, Hey man, in this world the kings and the great men lord it over their people, yet they're called friends of the people. But among y'all, it's going to be different, all right? Those who are the greatest among you should take the lowest rank, and leaders should be like a servant. Who's more important? The one who sits at the table or the one who serves? Well, the one who sits at the table, of course, but not here. For I am among you as one who serves. You have stayed with me in my time of trial, and just as my father has granted me a kingdom, I now grant you the right to eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. And you will sit on thrones. These apostles are afraid to be like, what? The apostles are like, this is too woke. They're like, we want to be just the dudes <laughs> at the table. We don't want to work. After Jesus leaves, they're all like, did you understand all that? And they're like, uh, yeah, I got most of it. Simon, Satan has asked to sift each of you like wheat. But I have pleaded in prayer for you, Simon, that your faith should not fail. So when you have repented, you turn to me again. Strengthen your bros, dude. Peter said, Lord, I'm, re I'm ready to go to prison with you and to even die with you. But Jesus said, Yo, Peter, let me tell you something. Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny three times that you even know me. Whoa. Damn, fake friends. Fake friends indeed. <laughs> this is drama. This is like... This is messy, dude. This dinner <laughs> is a disaster. When I sent you out to preach the good news, you did not have any money, a traveler's baggery, an extra pair of sandals? Did you need anything? No. They replied. Hey, but now, take your money in a traveler's bag. If you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. All right? For the time has come for this prophecy about me to be fulfilled. He was counted among the rebels. Yes, everything written about me. I've heard you guys talking about this prophecy. And you know what? It's happening. Yes, everything written about me by the prophets, it's going to come true. Look, Lord, we have two swords among us. Yeah, that's enough, he said. Then, accompanied by the disciples, Jesus left the upstairs room and went as usual to the Mount of Olives. There, he told them, pray that you will not give in to temptation. Then he walked away, about a stone's throw, knelt down and prayed. Let's stop there. Damn. Ooh, he's leaving them with some uh, food for thought. I would have no appetite at a dinner like that, with that kind of drama going down. No dessert, I think. <laughs> Nobody's in the mood for Italian ice. All right. Well, that's bleak. I think we know it's around the corner here. Yep. Uh, I think we're just going to skip right over that. Mm. And then head to the comeback, baby. Let's go. Okay, here we are. Uh, another section, some undetermined part of the Bible. What's going on? What happened after that dinner, I wonder? All right, so this is uh, Luke 24. But very early on Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb, taking the spices they prepared. They found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. So they went in, but they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. So he just got up and was like, get the hell out of the way, stone, and just... <laughs> Kick that door right open. Hell yeah. Did we miss that part where he like struggles to move the stone? Or did he, does he use like the force? He does head smash or rock smash. <laughs> <laughs> 
Rock Smash, like a Pokemon. As they stood there puzzled, two men suddenly appeared to them, clothed in dazzling robes. The women were terrified. Ooh, it's Elton John. And bowed with their faces to the ground. Then the men asked, Why are you here looking among the dead for someone who's alive? He isn't here. He's risen from the dead. Remember what he told you back in Galilee. Then the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified. And that he would rise again on the third day. They're already like a little bit deep into their champagne, probably, huh? They're like celebrating. Oh, the the bad the uh, the guys, the bad guys. No, the guys in their cloaks. It seems like they're happy. Oh, they're like pumped because Jesus mm-hmm. rose, and they're just like it's party time. That's why they have the robes on. Yeah, the flashy robes. No camel hair. No John the Baptist robes. Mm-mm. No, yeah, this is good stuff. Silk. Then they remember that he had said that. Oh yeah, he did say <laughs> that yeah. thing about how he was gonna die and then rise again. You know, the da- that guy was always talking about that. When he said that, I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, buddy. But now it's like, okay, you know. So they rushed back from the tomb to tell his eleven disciples and everyone else what had happened. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and several other women who told the apostles what had happened. But the story sounded like nonsense to the men, so they didn't believe it. <laughs> can't join the club. However, Peter jumped up and ran to the tomb to look. Stooping, he peered in and saw the empty linen wrappings. Then he went home again, wondering what had happened. So that is just like uh, the first episode of Forensic Files ever. It's a good way to think of it. Does, like, do they ever see him again, or is this all? In my mind's eye, I always saw him like rising above the cave, waving down and being like, Hello, I'm back. <laughs> Does that not happen? I don't know. I guess we're about to find out, huh? All right, let's hear it. What happened? That same day, two of Jesus' followers were walking to the village of Emmaus, seven miles from Jerusalem. As they walked along, they were talking about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things, Jesus himself suddenly came and began walking with them. Damn, what? what? What's up? <laughs> What's up? Ah! <laughs> But, but wiser, God kept them from recognizing him. Sorry to interrupt you, Ganesh. Go on. But God kept them from recognizing him. He asked them, I guess I got to mix up his voice now, huh? No, you can still do his, do his, uh, here's what you do. You do your Jesus voice, but you do a little voice modulation on it. Like it's a witness protection. (laughs) Hey, what's up guys? (laughs) What are you discussing so intently as you walk along? They stopped short, sadness written across their faces. Then one of them, Cleopas, replied, Well, you must be the only person in Jerusalem who hasn't heard about all the things that have happened there the last few days. What things? Jesus said. Well, the things that happened to Jesus, the man from Nazareth. He was a prophet who did powerful miracles, and he was a mighty teacher in the eyes of God and all the people. But our leading priests and other religious leaders handed him over to be condemned to death, and they crucified him. Wait a second. I leave town for two days. (laughs) And this happened? Honestly, if I died, the first thing I would do if I could go back would just be like, so, what'd you think of him? How... Yeah, that is funny. Jesus's first move is to just be like, so what's going on around here? Uh, anything crazy happened lately in town? So that guy, um, that guy, Shane, what? Uh, so you pretty broken up about that or, or no? This is like the episode of Friends where uh, Chandler posts an obituary for Ross and then he, he hides at his own funeral or whatever to hear what people think about him. And then he comes back out and is like, I'm back. All that nice stuff you said. I'm alive still. Let's be friends. We had hoped he was the Messiah who had come to rescue Israel. This all happened three days ago. And some women from our group of his followers were at his tomb early this morning, and they came back with an amazing report. 
They said that his body was missing and they had seen angels who told them Jesus is alive. Some of our men ran out to see and sure enough. I'm sorry, those are angels? I just thought they were two kind of uh, charismatic young men in flowing robes. It's an angel, my dude. Those guys must have been angels. Those robes were sick. Sure enough, his body was gone just as the women had said. Then Jesus said to them, you foolish people. You find it so hard to believe all that the prophets wrote in the scriptures. Wasn't it clearly predicted that the Messiah would have to suffer all these things before entering his glory? And these guys were like, we didn't say otherwise. Like, yeah, that sounds good to me. Stranger. Fools. Fucking get off my back. <laughs> we were just walking alone here and you butted in, bud. Go back out to the desert. Then Jesus took them through the writings of Moses and all the prophets, explaining from all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Because <laughs> a real egomaniac. All right. He's like, they're not remembering me like I thought. <laughs> Time to give him a refresh. Me 101. That is basically what the Bible is. Sit down. It's a three-credit course, fellas. By this time, they were nearing Emos and the end of their journey. Jesus acted as if he were going on, but they begged him, Oh, stay the night with us since it's getting so late. So he went home with them. <laughs> well, well, well. Wait, so you're telling me Jesus' first night back on Earth, and he's just crashing on somebody's couch? Mm-hmm. All right chilling cracking some beers watching tv all of his assets were liquidated pretty quickly i think that's true he didn't have any his wallet didn't make it as they sat down to eat he took the bread and blessed it then he broke it and gave it to him suddenly their eyes were open and they recognized him well and then at that moment he done disappeared what (laughs) this guy's this guy's pulling pranks they said to each other oh didn't our hearts burn within us as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us and within the hour They were on their way back to Jerusalem. There they found the 11 disciples and the others who gathered with them, who said, The Lord is really risen. He appeared to Peter. Then the two from Emos told their story of how Jesus had appeared to them as they were walking along the road and how they recognized him as he was breaking the bread. Fucked up that Jesus rose from the death and then the disciples are like the last to know. He's going around surprising people on the street. There's angels at the tomb. Like, go tell your friends, dude. Dude, he's probably sour after that like drama-filled night. He was just trying trying to have one last party and they all blew it. It was a bad dinner, for sure. You definitely need a a breather after a, a dinner party like that. And just as they were telling it, telling about it, Jesus himself was suddenly standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. <laughs> but the whole group was startled and frightened, thinking they were seeing a ghost. Ghost! <laughs> started swinging at him, throwing garbage at him. Get out of here, ghost! Hey, why are you why are you frightened? He asked. Why 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 are your heart filled with doubt? Look at my hands. It's like does Jesus not get like he's the only guy that can do this stuff? So like it's probably pretty scary at first to if you don't know it's jesus yeah he really needed like um like superman's parents to kind of guide him through these powers prepare him for reality he's doing all these magic tricks and everybody's freaked out and he's like what's the big deal and it's like buddy you're jesus you're the only one like this you're faster than a speeding bullet dude yeah uh uh-huh scary hey look at my hands all right look at these feet (laughs) show feet (laughs) you can see that it's really me all right Touch me. Make sure I'm not a ghost. Because ghosts don't have bodies, as you see that I do. And not a body like this, I'll tell you that much. Pull my finger. As he spoke, (laughs) he showed him. You see these pecs popping? As he spoke, he showed him his hands and his feet. Still, they stood there in disbelief, filled with joy and wonder. Then he asked him, hey, you got anything here to eat? (laughs) That fucking freeloader just showed up. You're a ghost, dude. (laughs) What if he eats it and it falls through his body and onto the ground like 
Casper. Whoops. Also, by the way, he just ate dinner with those other guys. So like, dude, he's hung- hungry, on, hungry as hell. Uh huh. Three days in the cave. That'll do it to you. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. Proceed. They gave him a piece of broiled fish and he ate it while they watched. <laughs> he ate it like a cartoon cat. He slipped it in his mouth and pulled out bones. <laughs> to ooze and oz. Golf claps. <laughs> Very good. It's him, all right. Then he said, Yeah, so uh, when I was <laughs> with you before. He's just talking with his mouth full. I told you everything. Um, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Excuse me. Take us some water. Oops, it's wine. Wash it down. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. That always uh, about, happens to me. About me. In the law of Moses and the prophets and uh, in the Psalms, it must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And then he said, yeah, it was written long ago that the Messiah would suffer and die and rise from the dead on the third day. It was also written that this message would be proclaimed in the authority of his name to all the nations beginning in Jerusalem. There is forgiveness of sins for all who repent. Cool. You guys, you you want want a drink, dude? You want to... Maybe another fish. You are witnesses of all these things. And now we got unleavened bread back here. And now as I finish my Branzino, <laughs> I will send the Holy Spirit just as my father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with the power from the heavens. Eh, I ain't going anywhere. Then Jesus led him to Bethany and lifting his hands to heaven, he blessed him. While he was blessing him, he left and was taken up to heaven. So they worshipped him and then returned to Jerusalem filled with great joy. He just went to heaven like uh, Patrick Swayze at the end of Ghost. Big bright light came down on him. No, what he did was he um, he got a running head start and he jumped and took the Branzino or like a, a roll of bread and did the Vince Carter between the legs and then slam dunked it and into heaven. And then he was there. It was like that, except the end was like Neo in the Matrix where he just like blasts <laughs> off into the sky. And then, and then Rage Against the Machine starts yeah. playing. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and they spend all their time in the temple praising God. The end, I think, maybe, of this section. <laughs> okay. I'm good with that. He's back, baby. And he's better than ever. He's back, but he just left again. He's got other things to do. <laughs> back to my home planet and just zooms off. <laughs> okay. I guess that was Jesus. He ate all our fish. <laughs> the guy could eat. He could all right, either. put the fish in. <laughs> He's like Steve from Full House comes in and raids the fridge. Uh, all right, is that it? Are we jumping into the last part now? Mm-hmm. The end, the end of everything. Yeah, let's just read the end of uh, Revelations and just call it a day. All right, let's jump. Let's do a jump in a year. We'll jump music and the podcast. This will be the this will be the last this will be the last section of the Amazon Book Club coming right up. Everybody, brace yourselves. Revelations are here.
go. Amazon Book Club is ending the only appropriate way with the end of the fucking world and the destruction of all of God's creation. Ganesh, it's it's Revelations. Let's hear it. This is Revelation 22. I believe it's the last one. Wait, so before anything, you guys want to repent from the show? From the show? show? Yeah. No, like the hundreds of episodes. That's our final second. Anything we want to take back? Before we all retire. Well, I'd like to apologize to Ganesh for the many hours of mocking of his blown out sweatpants. I'll never mention it again. What about the other stuff in my life that you've mocked? Nah, that's all fair game. But the sweatpants clearly have bothered you. And this will be the last time I talk about you blowing the back out of those sweatpants with a powerful gust of uh, uh, waste. Let the record show that you have also shit your pants. I sharded. That's barely the same. That's the same thing. We've been through this. What do you think the SH is in shard? Yeah, but it's I, I, shit. I, but why not just say, if, if I shit, I just say I shit. I sharded. Okay. You tried to fart and you shit. That's what happened to me. Yeah, but you had a full on solid. <laughs> you're stretching this out now you want to you i've tried to for, i've tried to apologize but instead you want to go back into the semantics because i'm still upset about it well you know what? i don't accept by, your apology bygones, how about that the bygones go fuck bygones. yourself how about that shane what do you have to repent for um me well yeah you brought it up nothing i'm good like i'm really good oh uh, yeah okay i agree um yeah. Ganesh, you got anything you regret do i have any regrets do i have any regrets do i have any regrets <laughs> Um, no. All in all, I feel pretty good about our output here. Yeah, I feel good. Probably naming the podcast Amazon Book Club would <laughs> be number a, that's one. That's a pretty big regret. <laughs> but it also does allow us to come out with the Black Album and then come back out of retirement. That's true. It did give us like three years of practice swings. And now we're finally stepping up to the plate <laughs> to crank a homer. Yeah, no, I feel pretty good about this. I have no regrets. We may come to regret these Bible episodes, but... We'll have changed names and skipped town by then. Well, the it's not like the authors can sue us on this one. Not in this life. <laughs> but they'll get us in the end, that's for sure. Yeah, well, it's just a conversation, like I said. I'm curious to hear what we have in store. Uh, Ganesh, what's, what's God got planned for us here? This is written in first person, so this is a little bit different. From whose perspective? I forget whose perspective this is from. Just what some is, guy. What was it? Gabriel's perspective is revelations. John? Cool. John? All right, cool. The, uh, four times the author identifies himself as John. I don't know if it's this. <laughs> he starts off, hey guys, it's me, John. Anyway. Could be a different John than John the Baptist. It could be. I think there's a whole bunch of Johns in this thing. All right. Yeah. Johns are overrunning the world, in my opinion. Sometimes uh, even your sweatpants be- can become a John. Let's just get through this last part, and then we'll say our good. Shane gets away with it. I'm scolded. You think so? If you want to punish Shane, I'm all for it. <laughs> I pay a tax. I Venmo him every time I say it. <laughs> he puts some money in the jar. That's right. He contributes to the swear jar. All righty. Well, I got a I got a tab running. You just remember who controls the bank account. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. You could be buying all kinds of wild shit over there. All right, let's just get through this. All right, together. Let's go on. And then we can just never speak to each other again. I'm waiting. Then the angel showed me a river with the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. It flowed down the center of the main street. On each side of the river grew a tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit and uh, with a fresh crop each month. Nice. The leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations. No longer will there be a curse upon anything. 
for the throne of God and of the Lamb will be there and his servants will worship him. And then they'll see his face and his name will be written on their foreheads. Um, who who are they talking about? Is this like... They're losing me. <laughs> Post Malone? Yeah, all these SoundCloud rappers are like spreading the word of John. <laughs> of God, yeah. You guys hear about John? No. <laughs> we should check out his SoundCloud, man. And there will be no night there, no need for lamps or sun, for the Lord God will shine on them, and they will reign forever and ever. Then the angel said to me, Everything you have heard and seen is trustworthy and true. The Lord God who inspires his prophets has sent his angel to tell his servants what will happen soon. Look, I'm coming soon. <laughs> are those who obey the words of prophecy written in this book. I'm coming threat? soon, and you and you know what I'm bringing. McRib is back. Oh, come on. The sign of a devil. Hi, John. <laughs> That's me. I'm John, and I'm the one who heard and saw all these things. And when I heard and I saw them, I fell down to worship the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said, no, 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 no. Don't worship me. Don't look Not at me. my Piggly Wigglies down there. I'm a servant of God, <laughs> just like you and your brothers and prophets, as well as all who obey what is written in this book. Worship only God. Then he instructed me, Do not seal up the prophetic words in this book, for the time is near. Let the one who's doing harm continue to do harm. Let the one who is vile continue to be vile. Is that us? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're talking about us here. Yeah, let us be. Let me be vile. The vile boys. Let the one who is righteous continue to live righteously. Let the one who is holy continue to be holy. Look, I'm coming soon. Bring in my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. The beginning and the end. Damn. Ramp that shit up to 100 real quick. Blessed are those who wash their robes, Austin. Oops. Gotta do another load soon. They'll be permitted <laughs> to enter through the gates of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life. You're not getting to heaven, Austin, if you don't wash your clothes, dude. Hey, man, I wash them. I stretch them a little bit, but I wash them. Outside the city are the dogs. Well, the sorcerers, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idol worshipers. Damn, sounds like a party. And all who love to live a lie. Sounds like Warped Tour. That <laughs> sounds like Warped Tour 2003 to me, baby. Is that simple plan? Where's the dude with the glass pipes? Where's his booth? I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this message for the churches. I'm both the source of David and the heir to his throne. I'm the bright morning star, man. The spirit and the bride say, come. Let anyone who hears this say, come. Let anyone who's thirsty come. Let anyone who desires to drink freely from the water of life. And I solemnly declare to everyone who hears the words of prophecy written in this book that I wrote. If anyone adds anything to what's written here, well, God will add that to that person, the plagues described in this book. And if anyone removes any of the words from this book of prophecy, God will remove that person's share in the tree of life and in the holy city that are described in this book. What about the author of this adaptation of the Bible? I don't need an editor <laughs> is what I'm saying here. Well, this thing's been edited. So they're like, you can't add anything and you're definitely not taking anything away. Yeah. But hasn't it, didn't like popes and kings edit the shit out of this? This stuff's all been edited, yeah. I think it's just different translations, so that's like mm. a loophole. Word. Well, that's what that's what the editors will have you believe. He who is faithful, who he can't butcher this last line here. He who is the faithful witness to all these things say, 
Yeah, I'm coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with the God's holy people. The end. That's the end of the Bible? I, it doesn't say the end. I'm saying Where's like the, the four horsemen in the hell on earth? The destruction. Yeah, I mean, it's a long book, dude. They're all very long books. Uh, and we're on a, a limited budget of time. So I read the last page just to put a little tight little bow on it. It was appropriately confusing as most of the last pages on this stupid show are. That's true. It's a good, good to keep the tradition up till the very end. Well, that's that. That's the Bible. What do you guys think? You convinced? I like the Old Testament better. The Old Testament was a little bit more raw. I agree. Yeah, I think the stories were like, yeah, they were just there, mm -hmm. you know? I could I could see myself there. That's true. Yeah, the Old Testament was definitely more just like a general vibe. This one was very specifically about Jesus, which I guess is the point of the whole religion. But for me, as a book listener, preferred the preferred the original. <laughs> <laughs> Sequel, not as good. Um, all right. Hey, great. Well, that's the end. Wow. That's the end of the Amazon book club. All right. So I'm not going to like, I'm not even going to try to like cast the Bible. Jim Caviezel for sure. I've got, I've got an okay. idea. All right. Since this is our final episode, I'm going to cast us. <gasps> In the movie of Amazon book club. Yeah. Now that, now that's good. All right. What do you think? I don't know. Oh, I, well, think... I thought you had an idea. I'll go no, right off the bat. I I'm suppose. Spit spitballing. I'm played by Donnell Logue. <laughs> Because we look a lot alike. He's a lot older than you. <laughs> well, I mean, we're talking timeless. We've cast dead people in movies before. Yeah. All right, you want somebody who's my, who could play, an age appropriate actor who can play with me? Yeah. I don't even know. Uh, Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I like it. Now, Ganesh. Yeah. Your options are a little bit more limited. For well, sure. Let's say. Well, I mean, not really. There's a billion Indians. My options are wide open. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say, what's his name? The guy from um, Life of Pi. I'm gonna let Dev. it come to you because you know this. Dev, you talk about how beautiful he is all the time. Dev Patel. That's his name. Yeah, that's you. That's who's playing you. I actually have a kind of an inspired casting for Ganesh, just okay. based on like general energy. Oh dear. Uh, Christian Slater as Ganesh. <laughs> You know, honestly, I could see that. You're gonna—I mean, I'll take that. I really like Christian Slater, but you're—you're you're gonna dress that man up, and I mean, did do we learn nothing from Short Circuit? I hey, it's, we're not gonna put brown face on him. No, all he's gonna—all he's, he's gonna do is put on a Brooklyn Nets T-shirt, and he's good to go. <laughs> yeah, just like he's got the attitude. He's got that moxie. Now, speaking of Short Circuit brown face. I gotta say, the perfect actor for Shane is Fisher Stevens. He's the one and only Fisher Stevens. I can see it. If you've seen Shane lately, he's a spitting goddamn image for Fisher Stevens. And it doesn't even matter that he's 60 years old. <laughs> it works. It plays. I think that's what I'd go with. He did a classical theater training, so. It makes sense. Shane's a, the kind of role that you need training to play. Yeah. So I get that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's good. I could see that working out. The movie of Amazon Book Club is going to be... Well, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be, uh, the, uh, what's that? The queen movie that sucked, but won a bunch of awards. It's going to be that we're going to get some Oscars out of this. The movie with the, the guy from man, I have the dementia. This is how my grandmother used to talk. <laughs> <laughs> the movie with the guy from Mr. Robot, Freddie Mercury. Oh, queen. oh that queen. I, I thought, thought you meant, meant like, you know, the, the <laughs> like royal the queen. queen. I thought you meant no, like right. the Olivia Coleman film where she's like the queen. 
which is a delightful movie. That's a great movie. That is what I was talking about. We're just like that. We're royalty. Living royalty. <laughs> well, hey, folks. Three years. Thanks for listening. Don't go anywhere. We're, this RSS feed will change in the coming weeks to Let's Stop There. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the meantime, from the bottom of our heart, thank you for listening to the Amazon Book Club for three years. I think I speak for all of us when I say that. We never imagined we would have this many people listen to us or care about us or know who we are or understand our jokes. Uh, and it's a thrill. It's been a thrill for me just to be earnest for a moment. Well, Shane and Ganesh are dead eyed and ready for bed. <laughs> so on no, that note, uh, no, it's good. Uh, we just, I mean, we started this with like absolutely no expectations at all. Uh, and they've been met. I had no expectations. I just wanted to hang out with you guys every so often. And yeah. it's really turned into a good thing. Yeah, I've had fun. So much fun that we're rebranding and we're going to relaunch. So <laughs> stick around uh, for that. In the meantime, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to Chris Linquist for our artwork. Thanks to Morris Reese for our music. Chris and Morris are going to be back on Let's Stop There with new art, new music. It's going to be a whole big freaking ordeal. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned. Uh I'm not going to tell you our social media because that's all changing. Well, what's our new social media? Do we even know that yet? So for Twitter, we have Let's Stop There. Okay. For uh, We're on Twitch as Let's Stop There. I don't know what we're going to do with that, but I'm thinking we're going to do some live streams in the future. Yeah. <laughs> as I mentioned, I registered a TikTok that I'll surely never log into again. Unless uh, we can get an intern, 567-309-0357. That's right. Give call us a call in. still. I'm currently trying to barter with a stranger for the Instagram handle Let's Stop There to no success. <laughs> So we'll see about that. Did they reply got, at all? They didn't reply. I'm about to hit them up and be like, we'll give you 10 bucks. Willing to go up to 50. Give them a t-shirt. Hand a t-shirt. Why not? We'll see. We'll let you know more about that. But uh, yeah, stay tuned. We'll be back. And uh, so, hey, on that note, let's stop there. That's the end of Amazon Book Club. Goodbye. We love you. This is the last Amazon book club, by the by. How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, it's. I feel a little sad, but we're, I'm not going to say it anymore. But also, I'm happy about the name chain. But all right, here we go. We can talk about it for a second if you want. Are you not ready? No, I'm not like emotional. <laughs> I was just noting. <laughs> well, listen, I'll say it. Here's to us, dude. We, we said the same thing for like three years, man. We're still doing it. Yeah, I can't believe I was doing the math. I was like, surely it's only been two years. And I looked back and I was like, no, it's been like three full calendar years. 2017, 2018, 2018, 2019, 2019, 2020. Wait, yeah. we did three years? Yeah, this is, this is, we just, been, we're coming up on the third year. Our, third year. our first episode was like December 17th, 2017. How many episodes did we do? We've made a hundred, right? Well over a hundred. Yeah. I think we're at like 110 or something. Oh my. Maybe more. I don't know. Ganesh knows more. I, th- I would guess somewhere around 110 episodes. Wow. Yeah. Good for us. We're sticking with this thing. Yeah, for sure. I can't. This is the longest thing I've ever stuck with outside of my relationship with Kathleen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's nuts because it doesn't feel like that amount of time has gone by. But like, I agree. When I was saying it yesterday, I was like, "There's no chance it's been three years. That's a tenth of like my life." Oh whoa! <laughs> Don't get into all that stuff. That makes me sad. That's weird. Uh, yeah, this is crazy. We basically have done this like, like a whole college. Or like a whole high school. You're absolutely right. Yeah. 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 We're going into our our senior year here. (laughs) Sad stuff. 
Dude. We're changing schools, but you know. We're changing schools in the new class. But we're all changing schools at the same time together. Yeah, like Boy Meets World. <laughs> we're all going to college together. Okay, you ready? Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs>